thyroid thrivers. Welcome back to another episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites, a weekly podcast dedicated to helping you live well and eat well so you can feel well. I'm Ginny Mahar, your host and the face behind the apron at hypothyroidchef.com. Hello and welcome back to Thyroid Healthy Bites. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Thyroid Thrivers. Since today's episode is dropping on May 5th, I'd want to share one of my absolute favorite recipes with you, chicken cilantro. So when I was 23 years old, I started a personal chef service called The Dinner Bell, spelled B-E-L-L-E. And I'd go into people's homes once a week and prepare a week's worth of meals. And I inherited this recipe from one of my clients that I used to cook for back in those days. Since I was making food for people to eat every day, not just once in a while, a lot of my clients shared their favorite family recipes with me, which was one of my favorite perks of the job because I ended up with some amazing family heirloom recipes. You know, the ones that have been handed down from grandparents to parents to kids And I loved how so many of those recipes reflected some of the amazing cultural heritage that we all have in our ancestry. So Roberto, my client, had grown up in Mexico City, and this chicken cilantro was his grandmother's recipe. Her name was Maria, and though I never met her, I am eternally grateful that I have been able to not only enjoy her very special recipe, but to share it with you. So here's to Maria. I hope you enjoy her super delicious recipe as much as I do. One of the best things about this recipe for us, as in we thyroid thrivers, is that there's some pretty awesome, powerful thyroid healthy highlights. First of all, this recipe happens to be gluten-free, dairy-free, and depending on what you serve it on, it can very easily be paleo and AIP compliant. In today's recipe demo, I'll show you how to make what I call Maria's rice, which uses white basmati. Now, white rice is gluten-free, so if you eat rice, that option is delicious and is the way it's traditionally served. But if you're grain-free or paleo or AIP or just don't eat rice, just substitute cauliflower rice. I've enjoyed chicken cilantro over cauliflower rice several times, and it's absolutely delicious. And the great thing about cauliflower rice is that in addition to being loaded with nutrients, we can now really conveniently just grab it from the freezer section of the grocery store. See, we used to have to rice our own cauliflower if we wanted cauliflower rice, which requires lugging out a full-size food processor from the back of the pantry, which... I don't know about you, but I find that to be kind of a pain and I don't really love cleaning all those parts, but not anymore. We no longer have to log out the food processor when we want cauliflower rice. Now I just keep a couple bags of frozen cauliflower rice on hand in the freezer, which is what I would use for this recipe, two 10 ounce bags and just heat it up in a skillet with a little bit of coconut oil or ghee, some sea salt and voila. Uh, You can even sort of adapt the recipe for Maria's rice, which I'm going to share in today's show. So that uses a little ghee, some white onion, a squeeze of lime, some cilantro. You can just add those things to your cauliflower rice if you want to jazz it up. I've included instructions for that with the printable recipe, which I will link to in the show notes. So don't worry about having to remember all that. Before we head to the kitchen and get cooking, let's talk about some of these thyroid healthy ingredients for a few minutes. First, let's talk chicken. 
So one thing about thyroid healthy eating that a lot of experts agree on is that we do benefit from many of the nutrients found in animal protein. This is one of the reasons why plant-based or vegan or vegetarian diets can be somewhat problematic. Not only is it recommended that we avoid soy, which is a known thyroid and hormone disruptor and one of the primary protein sources in many plant-based diets, but also there are a lot of thyroid-specific health benefits in animal protein. For example, chicken is a very good source of selenium, which helps to regulate the production of thyroid hormone, convert T4 to T3, and protect the thyroid from stress. Another key thyroid-supporting nutrient found in chicken and other animal proteins is the essential amino acid tyrosine. So a three-ounce serving of chicken gives you 84% of the recommended daily intake for tyrosine, and the thyroid gland combines that with iodine to produce thyroid hormone. This chicken cilantro recipe happens to be a braise, and that means that the chicken is simmered in liquid for a long enough time that the meat gets really tender and starts to fall off the bone. And it's made with bone in chicken pieces. So those are simmered in this recipe to create this really rich and luscious concentrated like bone broth, essentially, which is full of collagen, gelatin, elastin, and other proteins that nourish our skin, our hair, our nails, our joints, and our guts. That's why bone broth is so commonly recommended as part of a thyroid-friendly diet. Also garlic. Garlic has all kinds of powerful healing properties that can aid or alleviate some of the symptoms of thyroid conditions, such as inflammation, cardiovascular issues, decreased immunity, and increased infection. It can also support the liver in its detoxification efforts. There's other thyroid healthy highlights and ingredients like onions and sea salt, but what I really want to highlight today is cilantro which can be a very powerful healing food for us thyroid thrivers. So this chicken cilantro recipe pretty much takes the cake as far as cilantro centric cookery goes, an entire bunch goes into the pot. Now that's a really good thing for those of us who love cilantro, but I do realize that some of us have that genetic mutation that makes cilantro taste like soap. So if you're one of those people, You're probably not here watching or listening to this episode, but if you are one of those people and happen to be here, I'm sorry, and this recipe probably isn't going to be your cup of tea, but here's why I like cilantro so much as a thyroid driver. Cilantro is a natural chelator, meaning that it can help the body mobilize and excrete heavy metals. Heavy metals are problematic for the thyroid, and they are a known environmental trigger of Hashimoto's. Studies have shown a direct link between mercury exposure and an increase in thyroid antibodies. And the trouble with heavy metals like mercury is that they build up in the body over time and they are everywhere. So mercury, we'll just focus on that as an example, is pretty much an unavoidable byproduct of modern life. So things like industrial farming, the burning of coal and fossil fuels, all of those release mercury into the environment. And just like mercury builds up and doesn't go away in our bodies, it also builds up and doesn't go away in our environment. What that means for us is that heavy metals like mercury are everywhere. The air we breathe, the water we drink, the soil we grow our food in, the oceans, other bodies of water we catch our fish from, and yes, in the food we eat. 
while the amounts may be incredibly small, it's that systemic accumulation of heavy metals over time that some experts feel is one of the biggest factors in the autoimmune epidemic, which by the way, the book Autoimmune Epidemic happens to be an amazing read for anyone interested in this topic. It's by Donna Jackson Nakazawa, who's an amazing researcher and writer. She works closely with Johns Hopkins and several other high impact institutions. I was lucky enough to interview her in 2020, and she writes extensively in this book about environmental toxins like heavy metals as a major factor in autoimmunity and other types of disease as well. One of the studies that she highlights in her book showed that heavy metal toxicity from mercury has, in fact, been linked to the development of autoimmunity and the worsening of autoimmunity. Heavy metal toxicity has also been linked to an increase in thyroid antibodies. I know that sounds scary, especially when we know that heavy metals are unavoidable in our environment, but the good news is that studies have also shown that cilantro can help accelerate the body's excretion of both mercury and lead. So chelating foods like cilantro can really be a win-win for us thyroid thrivers. Not only does cilantro taste really delicious to those of us who can stand it, it may help to gently relieve our bodies of some of that burden of heavy metals. Uh, if you're one of those people who can't stand cilantro, turmeric is another chelating food you can try to incorporate into your cooking. I've written featured ingredient posts about both of those on my blog. So if you do wanna learn more or look at some of the research I've linked to on that, you can head on over to hypothyroidchef.com. The takeaway on cilantro for today though, is just that while we can't completely avoid heavy metals, foods like cilantro or also turmeric can be natural chelators, meaning they contain substances that bind to heavy metals and help us excrete them from the body. Now, I want to be clear here, what I'm sharing with you are the potential benefits of occasionally incorporating these foods into a diverse diet and in reasonable amounts into your cooking. If you feel like heavy metal toxicity is a real issue for you and heavy metal testing or chelation treatment is something you're interested in, talk to your doctor about your options there. There are things they can do to test and treat people for heavy metal toxicity, but as far as clinical chelation treatments go, my understanding is that they can come with some pretty serious risks and should never be attempted without proper medical care and guidance. Okay, so chicken cilantro, not only is this a delicious heirloom family recipe, it features lots of thyroid supportive ingredients, especially cilantro. I love sharing recipes like this, not only because I love to cook, obviously, but because I know how important it is to have some help, like just knowing what to eat, what not to eat, and staying inspired with thyroid healthy meals. If you want more help with that, like say an exclusive collection of thyroid healthy recipes, I have created an amazing resource for you. It's called the Thyroid Healthy Everyday E-Cookbook and features over 50 quick and easy, family-friendly thyroid healthy recipes. As a thank you to you, my loyal podcast listeners and YouTube fans, I'm planting a secret podcast discount code right here in the middle of this episode for 10% off the Thyroid Healthy Everyday Cookbook. That code, if you're ready to jot it down, is THB10. 
most of my audience knows me from my Facebook and Instagram accounts, but as the people who listen to or watch my shows, you and I spend a little more time together than that. I appreciate you and I want to thank you for sharing this time with me and just for supporting Thyroid Healthy Bites. I, you know, I've loved your kind reviews, your emails, your comments. I love hearing from you and I love connecting with you here on the show. So once again, that just for you 10% off code is THB10, as in Thyroid Healthy Bites 10. It'll be our little secret. So you can use that on the Thyroid Healthy Everyday Cookbook or any of my other offerings you maybe had your eye on. Be sure to jot it down because I won't be sharing this in the show notes or anywhere else. Uh, I will put the link to my cookbook in the show notes so you can head over and check it out after the episode. So one last time, that coupon code for you is THB10. All right, who's ready to get cooking? Let's head to the kitchen. Okay, so once again, we're making chicken cilantro with Maria's rice. We're going to start with one whole cut up chicken, cut into pieces. And I've mixed together uh, some fine sea salt and freshly ground pepper, and we want to sprinkle that pretty generously on both sides of the chicken pieces. Next, we're going to take a large Dutch oven or like a deep cast iron skillet or the biggest skillet you got. Put a couple tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil or your favorite healthy cooking fat and place the chicken into the skillet. Now, I've removed the skin from the chicken pieces. We just don't really need that extra fat to end up in our broth. But I do like to leave the skin on the drumsticks. It seems to kind of help hold them together because as this cooks, the chicken will become really tender, kind of start to pull away from the bone, and that skin just seems to help hold those very small drumsticks together. We want to put some color on both sides of the chicken. So we're going to let that sizzle for about five to seven minutes per side. While the chicken is cooking, we'll make our cilantro sauce. So in a blender, you want to combine about a cup and a half of chicken bone broth, preferably homemade if you have it, an entire bunch of cilantro, and you don't have to worry too much about stems. I typically get the whole bunch of cilantro. I wash the whole thing in the sink, shake off the excess water, and just trim away the bottom part of the stems. Uh, the rest of it I just roughly chop and toss into the blender with the chicken stock and one medium white onion roughly chopped and then six cloves of garlic that have also been roughly chopped. As we blend this, we don't want to over pulverize it. We don't want it to be like a smoothie consistency. Go for like a texture where you can still see some small flecks of the cilantro leaves and some little bits of onion and garlic. But you do want to make, you know, a nice sort of a rustic sauce that will pour over the chicken and we'll just bathe those pieces in that amazing cilantro, onion and garlic flavor. Okay, now that the sauce is done, we'll go back and flip our chicken, let it brown a little bit on the other side. And once it's had a chance to do that, then we'll pour our sauce into our skillet. Once that sauce starts bubbling, then we'll reduce the heat a bit and just let it simmer covered for about 45 minutes. You do want to check on it occasionally, maybe rearrange the pieces, flip them, just to ensure even cooking of all the pieces of chicken. While that's cooking, we can make the Maria's rice that goes with this. So in a medium saucepan with a tight fitting lid, you want to melt a couple tablespoons of ghee over medium heat. 
and then add two cups of long grain basmati rice and a half a cup of minced white onion. You wanna stir the rice and the onion and the ghee together until the ghee has a chance to melt and the rice becomes opaque and really coated each grain in some of that fat. So that'll take about two to three minutes. This cooking technique for rice is called a pilaf and cooking the rice in a little bit of fat this way kind of helps the grain stay nice and fluffy and separate. While the rice is cooking, we'll squeeze the juice from one line. One little cooking hack you can use to get more juice out of your citrus, whether it's limes or lemons, is if you just roll it on a cutting board, applying some gentle pressure, that'll help you get more juice from your citrus once you cut it open. I'm also using a tool called a citrus reamer here, which I think helps get maybe even about 50% more juice from your citrus. It just really helps pulverize all those little tiny membranes inside your citrus. So especially with limes, which can sometimes be a little bit dry, a citrus reamer is a really nice tool to have. Now that our rice is heated up and coated in the fat, we'll go ahead and add three cups of chicken broth or water or a combination of the two. Be sure and sprinkle generously with salt and pepper if you're using pepper. Add the lime juice and then put a few sprigs of cilantro into the pot. They'll kind of just float on top, but they will help flavor the rice. Then we'll just cover that and let the rice simmer for about 20 minutes. Once the rice is cooking, we'll come back and check on the chicken, rotate our pieces, flip them, and make sure that it's at a nice simmer, not really a boil so much. That's sort of what we wanna go for when we're braising things, is more of a low simmer versus that rapid boil. And what we're looking for as we're braising is also just to look for signs of tenderness in the meat. So once we are able to see that the chicken is starting to shred a little bit, maybe pull away from the bone, that's when we'll know that our chicken cilantro is done. But all in all, it will need to braise and simmer for at least 45 minutes. Okay, once our rice has simmered for 20 minutes, we'll let it just rest for 10 minutes covered. And then we can uncover it, pull out those cilantro stems and fluff it with a fork. Rice will hold pretty well for a while, so just put the lid on, keep it warm, and it can wait until the chicken is ready. Okay, it's been about 45 minutes, so we'll come back and check on our chicken, and it's looking really, really good. I can tell with my tongs that it is ready. It's looking super tender, not falling apart, but some of the meat is starting to shred in spots. I can easily pull little pieces away from the drumstick, and it's just looking absolutely succulent and melt in your mouth. So let's go ahead and plate it up and give it a taste. So I really like to serve dishes like this where you have a braise, there's some broth, it's not necessarily a soup, but there is quite a bit of liquid. I like to serve that in a bowl or um, I'm actually using some pasta bowls. So it's like a wide shallow bowl. So you just put down a little bed of rice or cauliflower rice if you're using that. And again, I did include the uh, adaptation to use cauliflower rice and to make it as Maria's rice in the printable recipe card. And then on the bed of rice, I think a nice serving size is two pieces of chicken. So I've got um, one thigh here and one drumstick. 
And then I put a couple nice big spoonfuls of this beautiful emerald green cilantro sauce that smells just absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to dig in and taste this. But of course, I like to make things look pretty because I think we eat with our eyes. So I'm just going to slice up a few slices of ripe avocado to garnish. And then I'll also just add a few sprigs of fresh cilantro on top. This is totally optional. But if you want to do that extra step, those are just a couple of nice, really complimentary garnishes. And now for the moment of truth, let's see how we did. So, so good. I hope you make this recipe. All right, chicken cilantro, one of my all-time absolute favorite recipes. I hope you find time to make it and enjoy it as much as I do. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, please don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave a review. And also don't forget about that secret 10% off thank you code for all my fans of Thyroid Healthy Bites. That code is THB10 and you can use it for 10% off the Thyroid Healthy Everyday Cookbook or any of my other offerings. So enjoy that and thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm Ginny Mahar wishing you the best of health and I'll see you next time.